welcome to Classic Comics Cavalcade. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Amir Malikpour. And we are continuing our discussion of Punisher POV by Jim Starlin and Bernie Wrightson and Bill Ray. So, Amir, uh, I have to say, two issues in, this is not the comic uh, Batman the Cult was, is it? No, I like Batman the Cult better. <laughs> yeah, me too. But there are some interesting things to it. This just feels so much more kind of surface. Like Batman the cult, you know, the cult really gets into what makes Batman tick and messes with his mind and his view of the world. And uh, we really see Batman falling apart. This is just a straight Punisher adventure story. Yeah, it's a Punisher book. And I have to say the Bill Ray was like my big... uh I don't I don't think I see Bill Ray do his magic here, the colorist like he did in Batman the Cult. I was I thinking just, the same thing. Everything is a little bit like not as good as Batman the Cult, you know. The story isn't good, the character, I mean the Punisher is not the most multi-dimensional character ever, you know. He shouldn't the more I read Punisher, the more I realize like he should be like a supporting character, not like the main character. You know, he should be in the background as opposed to foreground. Yeah, but, I agree. It's and it also feels like Bernie Wrightson's just not investing as much time or energy in this. I mean, maybe it's the yeah. reproduction, but there's a lot of places like where it seems like like facial features or details are left out. Where like mm -hmm. he's in POV, like everything is so precise, and here it just feels like he's using a lot of the same kind of images again and again, and the mm -hmm. details seem left off. Like the uh, and the designs just feel strange. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm sure he's meaning like the vampire hunter guy to look like a weird caricature, but doesn't it feel kind of out of place compared to the other characters? The fat dude with the big mustache. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, I mean I I could see these characters being part of a Batman comic, but I can't see them, Punisher like talking a fighting a vampire guy, and then a mustache, fat guy. And yeah. I also think the Punisher's head is too small for his body. And maybe that's supposed to be that, like that. Mm. I can buy that. I mean, the fight scenes are pretty good. There are some. I had some notes here that I took that are that I thought would. That's yeah, go ahead. Interesting is um, so the beginning of the book is Punisher like with his kids, and his wife that died. They're like, oh my god, oh, I'm gonna be with you guys. That's it. Even though Punisher started to becoming the vigilante he is because his, his kids and wife died. I don't think that's like the Punisher. The Punisher is so wishy-washy feely. He's kind of like a, you know, it doesn't seem, I mean, I could see this be a Batman talking to his parents, like, you know, mm -hmm. oh, I miss you guys. Oh, wow, I'm with you guys now. I don't think like uh, Punisher would be like that because Punisher loves killing people too much. The other problem I had with it is Punisher, like, at least the Punisher I know, I mean, this is probably Elseworlds or whatever, you know, not to, like, disrespect the writing, 
but like he wouldn't join forces with the kingpin's men to a fault like strategically he'd just want to kill them because he just he just he has a death wish himself he doesn't care he just wants so he wouldn't join but but the other interesting thing is like who do you think in batman who would you replace the kingpin with like penguin or falcone yeah it have to be someone like falcone i mean oops if they were doing it more true to the movies the newest movie, you'll probably be the Riddler, right? But um, in the comics, it'd have to be someone like Falcone, who's like the 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 lead of the the mob, and that then that would like stir up a whole different set of connections Penguin, there. Penguin too, right? Because in the comics, Penguin is like a mobster now. Yeah, but not he wasn't at that point in time. Oh, he wasn't. Oh, okay. He was still more of the character. That that was like an idea that came up in No Man's Land in 98, 99. Oh, okay. Where they set him up as kind of one of the, the kings of the section of Gotham that were abandoned by the federal government. So none of his like rogues gallery would really fit other than Falcone. Cause, and he's not really a rogues gallery. I can't think of anyone who is like the Punisher in, in the Batman comics. No. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, not the Punisher. Kingpin. Or Kingpin, excuse me. Uh, no, uh, that's what I meant to say too. No, I can't oh, think of anyone who's like, like this this uh, kind of mob boss who's able to command all these different soldiers and everything. I can't think of anyone. Can you? Maybe a Raish Al Ghul or something. Maybe Raish. But it'd be a whole different story, right? Totally different story. Yeah. But I think Falcone is the easy way. But Falcone was kind of recent here, right? That was yeah. during. Uh, I mean, his popularity, anyway. Like, yeah, and you can imagine Jim Sterling just creating a character to be the mob bot or to be a character like that. Yeah. That actually would be pretty interesting. But yeah, your point is that, yeah, it, and I agree with your point. Like, he's so uncompromising, right? The Punisher. And like, it, it's like shows this kind of softness you don't expect from him or this kind of willingness to accept something that's not part of his moral code. Mm -hmm. Such mm -hmm. a rigid man. And that's part of yeah. what makes him like such an unlikable lead character. So, like you're I mean, saying, like it's hard yeah. to even think of him as a hero. I mean, Batman, you could see because he's done it before with like Rachel Ghoul and like he's even like in some of the comics, probably like hooked up with the Joker or something. And he does it in a recent comic, anyways. But like, uh, I feel like that's because Batman is like an old school comic character from the days where like. You know, it was like for kids, you know, but uh, Punisher is like more of a modern day, like after all the aggro stuff came out character, right? So. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, he is he's more modern. He's more uh, unforgiving. Yeah. Maybe. So, and then for, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you keep going with your notes. So for, uh, Nick Fury, he comes. It's like old Nick Fury in here, which is kind of interesting. Like Why does uh, Nick the Fury have blonde hair. That's totally that's no. Totally I think true. he's got white hair. I think he's old in this one. Oh, you think that's it? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought he had like platinum blonde hair. Uh, who do you think Nick Fury would be in the Batman comic? I don't 
I can't think of who it would be. He wouldn't be the commissioner. Maybe the commissioner, yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's, it could be the commissioner. I don't get the Nick Nick's characterization here either. Just doesn't yeah. feel like him when he goes yeah. to the mansion and he's kind of just basically uh, kind of manipulating the situation. It almost looks like he's drawn more like a more like James Bond or something in his tuxedo. Yeah. That's true. He just feels yeah. off. Like there's no idea. I don't get the sense he's working for a spy agency either. Mm-hmm. And maybe I missed it, but I don't get who this woman is. He's with at the end either. Oh yeah, I don't know who that is either. The one with a funny haircut and like she seems to have this dress where you can see her under a boob. Like I'm, I don't get who that is. I oh that's right. Oh I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's terrible. That's weird. I mean, I was thinking maybe it was uh, I don't know what's the who's the oh shoot I'm missing who's the person that's part of uh part of Nick Fury's people like they made oh, yeah, the out. girlfriend Valentina or Scarlett Johansson's character from oh you mean Black Widow Black Widow or something no but she's got the wrong hair for that uh, it just seems awkward they don't introduce who she is yeah I mean where is Nick anyway I guess he's in the shield shield station there mm-hmm. and like, he's wearing a tuxedo when he showed up at the guy's house yeah but there's no real explanation for why mm-hmm. and then later he's wearing his spy outfit mm-hmm. he's just in some strange shadowy place I don't, does it feel like this this book is just like rushed probably just... or rushed and like not planned for the marvel universe yeah not thought through as well as it could have been yeah. And then right behind the book, they have a picture of just this building that's being built. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a picture. Then probably um, Bernie Wrightson got his uh, his images from. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. On the back cover. Mm-hmm. The thing that made me laugh the most is at the beginning when the Punisher is confronted with, these, with the, the gang. And mm-hmm. he says the one of the guys from the gang says, um, "I got to read this because I, Mister Castle, I have someone on the cellular phone who wishes to speak uh-huh. to you. On the cellular phone, wow, what technology? And then the, the cell phone is enormous. Yeah, that's funny. Bigger it's than like, his hand. It's incredible how cell phones were available like since the eighties. You think yeah. it's like a new invention, but." No, yeah, because they show up in old movies too. Yeah, yeah. The other thing that I wrote down in that same page was like, in the beginning, Punisher's thinking to himself, he's all like, I think I'm going to bring this grappling gun. See, because Batman always has a grappling gun. It's actually the picture that you have in your background on your Zoom. It's like, and then mm, I wonder if he's going to use it. <laughs> Check off <laughs> grappling gun. Could this be just a tiny bit of foreshadowing? Yeah. So like, does he like well, James I, Bond getting the car with the nails? I think he might use yeah. the car with the nails. Well, it's more like uh, Bernie's like, hey, Jim, I already drew 
a grappling gun because Batman always has a grappling gun. You better, you know, make <laughs> sense of it in your writing. <laughs> that fits. Uh, also didn't like this toxic Avenger kind of creature. The, the guy who fell into the vat of acid. I thought that could have been a pretty promising storyline in issue one. I thought they, they did that. They portrayed that pretty well. I mean, if I remember mm-hmm. what we talked about in part one, it's like they they created the storylines, Wrights and then Starlin, and they threw all the pieces in motion. They seemed intriguing. And now this issue, it seems like they just fumbled the ball, really. Yeah. I mean, if you fall in the sewers, didn't the his dad say that if you fall he gets the characteristics of whatever he fell into shouldn't yeah. he be like a poop guy instead of a <laughs> yeah and why is he super strong and why the bullets go through him but he can still walk yeah. and stuff it, it's a marvel comic okay i shouldn't ask too many questions but and then they try to bring in like super soldier okay all right everything is about a super soldier uh, it's marvel what do you expect but like if you fall 60 floors like, shouldn't you have some problem getting up? You should at least, like, if you drop a flower pot, it'll break. So won't, wouldn't the guy's body break falling all those flights of, of stairs? It just seems yeah. so unlikely. Well, he had an explanation that if you, I think he, if he, if he's chopped up, he, they'll come together or something. It's like he's an animated character from Roger Rabbit or something. I swear. It, there used to be a movie a long time ago that I saw as a kid. I don't even know what it's called, but um, I forgot to look it up. It was like a guy who would never die, and he fell, and he like he would always come by. It was like a low budget horror. I gotta find it. God, I'm sorry, I don't remember. Is that Dark that Man? Movie. No, no, no. It's not Dark Man. It's way before that. I never saw Dark Man anyway. Um... Yeah, they just wouldn't have done that it, it, at, with Batman the Cult. Batman the Cult felt so grounded. It felt so much more like, or not like real, it didn't feel real, but it felt like it was grounded in the real world. This just feels like it's this Marvel Universe thing. Mm-hmm. It felt so ordinary, I guess. And you're right about Bill Ray's coloring. There's so many times he just did these single color gradients. That kind of took away a lot of the energy of the scenes. Yeah, so I I just found that movie. It's called Silent Rage. It's a Chuck Norris movie. Oh, and, okay. And it it says it starts Chuck Norris as a sheriff who must stop a mentally ill man who goes on a rampage after being granted a near indestructibility in medical experiment. It's been granted near indestructibility. Yeah, so basically, it's very similar to this. Huh. Jim Starr might have stolen the. Yeah, I'm not the... a big fan of Chuck Norris movies, but maybe I should watch this then. Okay. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't, but uh, it's, I haven't seen it in like 40 years, I guess. Since I was, like, Science created him. Now Chuck Norris must destroy him. So this is just like, poster. just like this Punisher POV. Yeah. Wow. Imagine if that's the influence on Punisher POV. That's funny. Chuck yeah. Norris, the Punisher, that's a pretty good matchup there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm going to put this on my watch list. Why not? <laughs> I'll report to you next week when we do part three. I mean, who doesn't love a good, bad Chuck Norris movie? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so this is it. It's it might have been a this might have been the inspiration for Punisher POV. Actually, oh, Batman POV. What does a POV stand for? Point of view, Punisher point of view. I don't get it. I don't get the. Oh yeah, what does it make? It doesn't make sense in this context, does it? Mm. What does it mean here? I don't know. Who's point of view? Like, uh, yeah. Well, it's not. It's not written. Well, I guess it's first person, but all Punisher stories are first person. They all have a diary kind of idea. POV, it's weird. I don't think we like Mm -hmm. this issue. No. And uh, I kind of like the first one. I thought it was pretty good. This is not pretty good. Mm -mm. Oh, well, maybe part three will be better. Maybe, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, thanks for talking about it with me anyway. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Jason. It was fun. It's fun to pick apart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you.